1: Guys, and welcome back to the group chat. We took a little break. We had a week off, but it was we didn't mean to. Unfortunately, it was not planned. I know we we lost one of our episodes we recorded we technical difficulties. recorded an episode and we unfortunately lost the whole thing and it was one where we were talking about all of like the wedding, but we were like, you know what? we'd rather put not put out something that's like rushed or not a hundred percent what we want the quality to be so we just were like you know what we'll not upload this week give you guys a chance to catch up on everything that you haven't listened to or any episodes you haven't heard um and now we're back we're back and I'm very excited to be back I know I got a few dms like where's this week's episode and I was like I'm sorry I know I know that's why you guys always have to keep looking out for our stories but we are back and we are ready to get into a fun episode. I always get so excited for recording Um So, what's been going on? What has been going on in the week? That what happened on your weekend? I had a emergency <laughs> rush to the ER. You can probably you can probably tell I sound a bit sick. And it it started with like just like some body aches, and I thought I was just like a little bit run down, like just a lot of hectic past past few weeks and. I was like oh I literally feel fine like I've had like worse colds and flus before I feel fine and then I also happened to so I had body aches and then the next morning I had gotten my period or like starting my period which I was due so I was very much like bang on the date that I was due and so I I don't know what it was but like I had body aches, and then my period cramps were just like amplified. Like I'm like the type of person who, you know, I'm I'm fairly lucky. I don't have horrible period like cramps or symptoms or PMS. Like yeah. like I have don't PMS, need drug, like, like don't need painkillers yeah. very much or anything. No, so nothing that like I can't bear. And so I went to I went to the bathroom because I. The, these cramps uh, these period cramps this morning I was having were so bad I had a heat pack and also a very important part of like context of the story was I had a like little biopsy that I had scheduled for the next day and they specifically said like don't take any medications like you know how before surgery or something you're not supposed to have particular medications yeah so I knew I couldn't have any medications to treat like my period pains or anything and so my period pains were getting progressively worse to the point where like they were so sore. I had a heat pack. I started getting super nauseous and like n- almost feeling like I was going to faint because the pain was like so bad. And then so I went to the bathroom and I was like, just uh, maybe jump in the shower, see if I can like, you know, get a little bit of like, ref- you know, when you like get some water on your face, you just feel a bit more a fresh. Nice, yeah. Or a nice hot shower just like makes you feel... Yeah. Well, I just started going downhill from there so fast. And I kid you not, I was lying on the bathroom floor, like naked and literally period pains were so bad. This is so TMI. Oh my God. Diarrhea, like so much diarrhea, my bleeding and like blood was so intense, like more than I've ever had before. And then I was feeling super nauseous and lightheaded from my pains And then obviously I had like the body aches as well. So I like had a slight fever and I literally turned as white as a ghost. I started vomiting, but like I wasn't vomiting anything out. Started vomiting. I'm like lying on the bathroom floor. My boyfriend comes into the bathroom. He's like, are you okay? And I was like, I don't know what's wrong, but I need to get to the hospital. Like, so dramatic but also like I genuinely thought I was dying like I was like this is not normal like I've never felt like this before I don't know what's wrong like yeah I just felt so out of body anyways so I'm like I've got like a whole bottle of juice as well trying to like raise my blood sugar levels because I literally have never seen my lips and face so white in my life um so yeah I got him to like drive me to the ER <laughs> And then I walk into the ER, I literally couldn't talk, like I just, there was nothing in my body, like I had no energy or nothing. I get. I walk into the ER and I go up to like the reception. I don't even know what you do when you go to the ER, like go to the emergency room and I just go. Up. I know and also how do you, because obviously there's so many people waiting in the waiting room at the ER, like. No, like, how do you make yourself a priority? Do you know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, exactly. You just go up and be like, "Excuse me, I feel like I'm dying. Like, yeah. help me." No, literally, I go up there. She probably was like, "Oh my god, you are so dramatic." I go up to the desk. I'm like, I didn't even know what to say. I had no energy or nothing left in me. Like, I literally had no life in me. And I'm up to, I go up to the desk and I was like, I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> and then she was like she was like do you need to see a nurse and I was like I need to see someone (laughs) anyway so she's like getting some of my details and I'm like using all of the energy in my body to like try and relay any of my my details like address and like everything that they need anyways but then they're just like well go and sit down like you have to go and pretty much sit in the waiting room and wait because there's heaps of people waiting um So I was kind of fighting for my life in the waiting room of the ER while like just as much as I was on the bathroom floor, making sure I'm not going to like diarrhea everywhere in the waiting room. Anyways, the doctor came in and I explained everything to her. And I said, like, you know, I don't know if it's like the period pains are like making me feel this way. Um, but I was also like, I can't take any medication. Like I'd normally just get away with taking apogesic, but I can't because I have this biopsy. Mm. Anyway, she do it ended up yeah. doing a test and t- came back that I had COVID, which I went the whole pandemic without getting COVID. And I just randomly get it this one <laughs> <laughs> this one random like day. It's so funny because I was talking about it the other day and I was like the, does it still exist? Like I haven't, like all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, I haven't I? Haven't heard of it? I haven't heard anything anymore. Like, no, literally. maybe also for the fact that I don't watch the news, but I just feel like I've all of a sudden, like this year, and I've just never heard of it. No, literally. And I was like, and so because that was the first thing she just tested. I assume they just do test everyone that comes in. Um, but yeah, she was like, "Oh, you have COVID." I was like, "You're kidding!" I literally. I've gone the whole pandemic without COVID. I'd never have had it before. I have drank out of the same bottle that as you when you've had it and I still never got it. And then I get rushed yeah. to the ER thinking that I'm dying. <laughs> and she basically said, she's like, oh, she's like, I think your period has been amplified because of, like, you know, COVID and, like, your immune system. And because you didn't take any tablets, like what I would normally take because of this biopsy, like – it all just was kind of a flow on fact. Um, and so I just started going downhill really fast. But she just basically gave me like a tablet for, she was like, you can't go to the biopsy now anyway. So just take a tablet for your period pains and we can't really treat the COVID, but you'll be fine pretty much. She was like, you'll be fine. Yeah, um, you'll live. Yeah. And she was like, oh, we, you know, we don't really see any much COVID anymore, like in here, like obviously the the rare cases. Yeah. So that was a very eventful." while we were away that's what happened yeah I'm just like I'm coming out of it now like like just on the topic of you know being sick or not being well I feel like you know how people joke about like oh hot girls have like gut issues sort of thing yeah I feel like for me I'm never a hundred percent health and I, I was joking about it the other day but I just feel like there's always something wrong. Like a new week, something is wrong. Like one week I have a broken foot, like a sore foot. And then one week I have a sore <laughs> knee. I hurt my knee in New York. Well, that's caused me a few weeks oh of my pain. God, yeah. And then one week I have a sore hip and then I have a lump on my head oh one, like one week. And then, you know, my mental health isn't great one week. Like I just feel like, oh, and you know, stomach issues, like gut issues. They're just a constant. Just a constant Yeah, I just feel like there's always something going wrong and I'm never 100% health I know honestly like I I'm usually pretty good but yeah this was just a one-off and it and it just happened to be that everything wanted to slap me right in the face all at once and so everything was just like a flow-on effect and just went downhill but I'm fine now as you can tell I probably sound a little bit sick so just ignore that but I am fine it, it, coming out of it thank god um but yeah, other than that, not much. The Kardashians are back, which I dedicate my Thursdays to the Kardashians. I'm so obsessed with it. You, you never, I don't think you've seen one episode of like the Kardashians. I don't think I've, I've honestly never gotten into, like, I love them and I, like, I really like them, but I've just never gotten into watching their show. And I, yeah, I just don't know, even know where you'd stream it, to be honest, but. It's on, uh, Disney plus, but it's just such an easy watch. Like I think it's, it's, it's one of those things that's really good as like background noise, but also like sometimes there's a lot of drama happening and like, it's really easy to get like invested into it. Um, it was really funny because they, Kendall and Kylie were having a conversation in one of their recent episodes about like, Chloe hates the word tits. Like she just hates the word. She thinks it's really gross and then Kendall and Kylie were like laughing about how the fact that like um Kylie was saying how she loves like the word tits and uh and then Kendall was like saying how no Kendall <laughs> Kendall was saying that she loves Kendall was saying that Kylie says boobies a lot, and then they were going into saying how Kendall has like boobies, and then Kylie has tits, <laughs> and I was like, that's kind of like us like. Kylie always says. So it's kind of, Kylie. Oh, so it's kind of like Kylie always like says that Kendall say has cute little Someone's tit, cute, boobies. but then someone's hot. You know, like yeah, like Kendall. Kylie always says that Kendall has cute little like like boobies, and then Kendall was like, yeah, and then like you have like tits, and I have like little boobies. <laughs> I was like, wait, that's kind of like us. That's funny. But yeah, it's so f- like it's just a lighthearted thing to watch, and I really like it. So I dedicate my Thursday. I feel like that's actually a funny thing that we could ask people one day for, like another episode but just like words they don't like because I feel like I can kind of relate like maybe not with that like with tits in particular but I feel like there's particular words that maybe some people just don't like yeah that's a good is that something other people can relate to or no yeah I feel like I feel like that's something we could ask is like what's a word that you hate that you prefer to use over like another I would say more in like a yeah maybe not a sexual context but more in like a more taboo context because like I yeah. I I agree I kind of like I agree with Chloe like I don't really use the word like tits much yeah my itty bitties maybe we'll ask that <laughs> <laughs> just itty bitties <laughs> or like yeah no let's not let's not elaborate on that now but yeah we'll save it for another episode. All right, our TMI for today, let's, here it goes. I'm not sure if this is the right section to come on here, but I want to contribute a TMI to the group chat. This is so rogue, so don't judge me, oh my God. I had started a trial at my first ever job in a hairdresser's, dot, dot, dot. It was my first week. I had my period and this particular day was the heaviest day during my cycle. I started to get diarrhea cramps and really needed to go to the toilet. Dot, dot, dot. (laughs) Remember, I have my period and diarrhea together. The bathroom was so tiny and was in the- That was like you, Olivia. (laughs) Yes, it was like me in the ER the other day. The bathroom was so tiny and was in the salon, so not like up the hallway or anything, so I didn't feel like I had any privacy. I raced into the toilet, shut the door and did what I had to do. As I'm almost finished, I look for some toilet paper. In capital letters, there's none. I have my period as well as diary.
0: Just elaborating on it.
1: I start panicking, wondering what I'm going to do. Now, believe me when I say what I did next was my only option. Luckily, the sink was in front of me and was so close that I could easily reach into the sink from where I was sitting on the toilet. Don't judge. Oh, my God. I had to then... Proceed to scoop out down there with my bare hand, <laughs> and rinse it all off in the sink, and do this multiple times oh, for the front and back until I was all clean. How does not make a mess? Well, she has no toilet paper, so she with has blood to- going splashing she everywhere. Has- Someone would have thought it was a murder scene. Or something. <laughs> she has to use her bare hand. I will never forget this. I'll never forget this. Once I was done, I pulled up my pants. I was wet, and I w- and it was gross, but I was clean. That's not all. As I was about to open the door, my coworker opened it and I had forgot to lock the effing door. <laughs> oh, my God. Imagine opening the, do- the door oh. just moments earlier and she was, like, scooping out with a bare hand, like, all of her blood and diarrhoea. <laughs> yeah. Not to mention from where I sat that on the toilet, sounds- all the clients would have seen seen me too. I'll never forget this. And now whenever I go to a public toilet, I always have to make sure the toilet's locked, have toilet paper and flush before I even sit down. What were we talking about in our last episode about the public toilets and stuff? I can't remember, but I feel like public toilets are like one of those things where one, you need to always double check this toilet paper because what happens when you're in an emergency? But, but when even when you're, like, busing, though, what would your ne- what would your backup option be if there was no toilet paper in there? I don't know. Like, you say you have diarrhea and your period. Like, what would you do? I don't know. <laughs> but, like, some people don't even use public toilets. Like, they will hold on for their dear life and, like, will never walk into a public toilet, which is, like, so fair because it's pretty rogue. But, like, I'm, like, not that type of person. I need to go when I need to go. <laughs> no, same. All right, Ash, read out our last quick TMI and then we'll get into our dilemma debate. Okay. Hey, ladies. So something literally just happened that could have been so bad had I not realized. So my boyfriend and I were doing the deed and I was wearing my Apple watch. If you all know, (laughs) you can call people through the watch. Well, I accidentally called my boss (gasps) midway through sexy time. But No, no, no. in capital letters, I noticed and hung up straight away. So, ladies, please make sure you're careful with this watch. No, no. Anyways, thought of you guys and the pod would love the story. I've never had an Apple Watch, but I feel like... No, butt dialing is actually one of my worst fears. Like, well, that's dramatic, but like... I feel like butt dialing would be so easy with an Apple Watch. <laughs> I just feel like... But even like, I don't know if this happens to anyone else, but you know how like with the iPhones these days, all you need is like a quick glance of your face and it unlocks? Yes, yes. The amount of times I accidentally, my phone is unlocked and I don't even realise. The amount of times I'm pressing buttons, I'm deleting apps and I'm like opening apps and I don't even yes. realise because... Yes, my widgets are like shaking. and I- Yes, and it's so annoying. <laughs> the amount of times they're accidentally- so annoying. So I totally understand how easy that is to do. But when you're doing... Yeah, maybe take your Apple Watch off when you're doing the deed next time so you're not accidentally butt-dialing anyone, guys. <laughs> Does it actually work? You know how like with Apple Watches you got to complete the three rings? (laughs) Like do you think it would actually – you know how it can like read your heart rate and things like that? Wait, that's actually so true. Is that a thing? Do a little report of when you're having sex, like it's going and it's like your heart rate. When you're done and the (laughs) the Apple Watch notification pops up, nice workout. You have completed all three rings. (laughs) (laughs) Nice workout. Your heart rate reached 100 beats per minute. I don't even know if that's high. (laughs) Okay, this dilemma debate for this episode I thought was so funny because we were really struggling to think of one. Like I just, it was around the time when I was sick and I was like, I just, my brain cannot think of a good dilemma debate. I was laying in bed and I was like to my boyfriend, I just need, like, just help me, like, I need one. Anyways, he pulls up TikTok and he's like searching, like, relationship dilemmas or like trying to get some sort of inspo and then we saw this this podcast and it was like these guys so we don't take the credit of this dilemma debate guys I don't remember the name of the They're podcast. they funny I think I might I think I might know who you're talking about. No I don't think they were well known they could have been I don't remember but it was it was just I I didn't recognize the two guys. Oh but I do give them the credit. I don't remember their name, but this came from their TikTok. <laughs> but the dilemma debate is basically, would you rather date someone who is stunning but thinks you're ugly or date someone who you think is ugly and adores you? Now, when my boyfriend first said this to me, I was like, oh, that's easy. Like, Obviously, I'd rather just date person that's ugly and adores you. And then he kind of put it into perspective and he was like, okay, so if you have Chris Hemsworth that's like gorgeous but he isn't attracted to you and thinks you're ugly as opposed to the old man that lives on our level of our complex but like he adores you, how do you what do you do? And I was like, oh, I actually don't know now. Like I don't want to be with the old man that lives on our complex next door. I think I would rather choose Chris Hemsworth. (laughs) I, obviously this is all just lighthearted by the way. And it's just, you know, theoretically. (laughs) Yeah. Obviously it's theoretically. I don't know. I think I would have to go with, I feel like I'd have to go with who I am not attracted to, but they adore me. Because I feel like that's something I value so much in a relationship is how they treat me. And I feel like I'm a very like sensitive person that like feels very deeply. And like the minute I feel an energy change or like someone, you know, like if they just aren't treating me nice or like they would just make me feel awful. Yeah, I feel like. And like, I just, I wouldn't be getting, I don't feel like I'd be getting more out of the relationship than I would if I was with someone that did adore me. And I feel like, I mean, it's kind of hard to put in perspective if it's the old man that lives on the top of your apartment building, but I feel like <laughs> your attraction to someone comes with how they are as a person as well, like, and how they treat you. Yeah. And also not just like what meets the eye. Exactly. The the like, yeah, you can't just go by like looks and like because looks fades at the end of the day like you know we all get old we don't look like as youthful as what we once did so like obviously you're going to want to choose someone who adores the hell out of you so funny because um our friend Nicola replied to it and goes this is stressful and so I was like I, was, I said, basically Harry Styles, but he thinks you're ugly, or Stiltskin, but he adores you. I don't know if anyone knows Stiltskin or <laughs> remembers <laughs> it. And she, she's like crying, laughing. She goes, Harry always, but I wouldn't want him to be repulsed by me. <laughs> uh, so let's go into the poll. 85% said date someone who is ugly, but adores me. And then 15% said date someone who is sexy but thinks I'm ugly. Should we go into some of the responses? Yeah. Someone just replied, worship me. (laughs) Someone said, I'd be self-conscious all the time if they thought I was ugly and I was dating them. (laughs) Someone said, neither. But you can't choose neither. It's (laughs) a hypothetical question. (laughs) They go, neither. Why would I want to date someone who I don't find attractive? And why would I want to date someone who finds me ugly? Like, why are they with me if there's no attraction? Like, I get that personality is a factor, but physical cool attraction has to be there in some way and then someone said date someone who's ugly but adores me it's the ego push for me (laughs) (laughs) personality overlooks because you could be with someone extremely good looking but they have absolutely nothing in between their ears and that's not sustainable for a relationship but then I'm also thinking Whatever one you choose, does it make the opposite partner the other one? So, for example, if you date Rumpelstiltskin and he absolutely adores you, does that mean he's then dating the really, really hot one that thinks he's ugly? (laughs) Like, are they kind of the pair? Yeah, he's on the other end of the spectrum, to be fair. So someone's got to take the L in this. Well, yeah, obviously, like, in the real world, no one's dating someone they think is ugly I'd hope not. Like everyone's attracted to their partner. Someone said, date someone who is ugly but adores because I feel like their personality slash the way they treat you, etc., mm. automatically makes them a more attractive person. Yeah. That's so true. That's kind of what I was saying. Someone said, there's no possible way I'd be able to be with someone knowing that they think I'm ugly. That would be, that would just honestly make me so self-conscious being in the relationship and the thought would always be in the back of my mind. You want to feel confident and beautiful around your partner and yeah, I knowing agree. that they think you're ugly would be heartbreaking. I agree. Someone said looks aren't everything. It's very true, guys. Looks, Uh, fade. So, but this is all hypothetical. We're not dating anyone who thinks we're (gasps) ugly. Well, I hope not anyways. We're not settling for anyone who thinks we're ugly.
0: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
1: So let's get into it. Before we start giving advice, please remember we're not qualified professionals, so please take everything we say with a grain of salt. These are lighthearted conversations where we offer our personal opinions. We are just here to have a bit of fun like you would in the group chat with your besties. If you are looking for a qualified opinion, please don't hesitate to reach out to a professional and let's just get straight into it. Let's go. Hey girls, love the pod. So I have a dilemma and need to hear some hard truths from you girls. We love some hard truths, but I don't want to be loved to have to do it. (laughs) All right. My boyfriend and I have been together two years, lived together and recently adopted a dog. Aw, that's cute. Until now, I had never once questioned my trust in him and he treats me like an actual queen. We love that. I started noticing a girl's name popping up on his phone every now and then.
0: Hmm. Mm, I usually wouldn't think bells. anything
1: of it. He has lots of female friends. He has lots of female friends who I love, but I'd recognize her name from his old Insta posts where she would comment love hearts and flame emojis, etc. Ooh. Instead of just communicating like I should have, I checked his phone whilst he was asleep because I'm an anxious girlie. Oh girl. <laughs> oh, no. It became clear that he had a situationship with this girl a few years back, which is fine. Like, but why is your name popping up again while I'm in a relationship? They still send messages back and forth every few months, and he drops me into casual conversation so she knows he is not single. The me- messages seem kind of flirty, but nothing clearly sackable. If that makes sense. Oh, that's quite hard, though. That's yeah. like. Yeah. Like where That's do you like draw hard the line? Because, like, like where's the line they... where it's like a sackable offense? Yeah, like what are like what is the intention behind their messaging? Like are they friends? But she said they're flirty, so like what kind of messages? Like what's flirty? Okay, the messages seem kind of flirty, but nothing clearly sackable. I noticed things like her asking if he's in love with me, and him ignoring that part of the message. <sighs> She's sussing him out. She obviously like is reminiscing on what they had a good year into our relationship he was saying in quotations I'm staying in Australia girlfriend or no girlfriend which I don't know what that means I don't know if there's like a country distance in this situation but that's all the context we've got on that he addresses her by her first and middle name which seems flirty AF to me sends exes after messages and there's been a few oh I'm in Sydney soon we should catch up how would you girls approach this? Ooh. I've been cheated on before and feel sick to my stomach thinking about these messages. Just don't want to come across crazy and I don't even know how to start the conversation or should I just accept that people have past connections and get over it? Thank you and much love. This is a hard one. Like I I don't has this girl like been around for this entire relationship? Like if she's known in the group as like a friend? I don't think so. Or she just randomly come out of nowhere again, like popped up and... Sounds like it. Like she said, I started noticing a girl's name popping up on yeah. his phone every now and then. So I assume they were a past Fling and then he ended up getting with, you know, the girl who's writing in. They're in a relationship. They've been together for two years. They live together. I don't know. Maybe this girl, this the the Fling girl, got into a relationship as well and like maybe... Is now single again. I don't know, but I don't like the fact that she's still messaging him when she knows he's in a relationship. Like she obviously doesn't respect your yeah. relationship, and like I don't want to just blame the girl. Like that's not at all what I want to say, like what I want to do. But I don't like how she's like. I don't know. I would say breaking a boundary with his relationship, like actively. Yeah, Yeah. like actively knowing that he's in a relationship and happy and trying to interfere with that by the sounds of it. Yeah. By maybe some things that they're saying. I also think... But this guy also would be entertaining it by the sounds of it if... Yes, if she keeps coming back. Exactly. That's really not nice for you either. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like you've looked at the messages. You said they seem kind of flirty. I feel like there's a difference between flirty and like just straight friendly. Like I feel like the right thing for him to do would have been to just kind of send a friendly message and then kind of shut it off straight away because there's really no need to be sending flirty messages to a past fling while you're in a relationship with a new person. Like it's just, it's just like a barrier, like a, a boundary like times, yeah, yeah, It's just a boundary that's just like shouldn't be crossed. I would completely understand if it was like an old friend and they were having a genuine like general catch up. Yeah, but it doesn't really sound like that. I feel like we need to try and work out this situation, and like what to do. I feel like it probably wasn't the best idea to go through his phone without him knowing. So I feel like it does need to be brought up to him and we need some sort of communication. Like you obviously, you know, you need to express how you feel and just you need some clarity and reassurance on this situation like what's going on it's not fair that it seems like very behind your back so i definitely would bring it up with him to have a conversation i i feel like the best thing at the start the best thing to have done would have been to like ask him to see the conversations together to like get his approval and allow him to show you rather than going behind his back and going through his phone but I do understand the anxiety you would have, you know, of just being the curious cat that needs to check. But I do think this, from like where to go now, I feel like you definitely need to bring it up to him and just be, you know, just say you've noticed this girl's name popping up a couple times. I would, yeah. Who is she? Yeah, I would be like, I would what? be honest. Like, who is she? Was she a past fling? You really have every right to ask that stuff. Yeah, you're, he's the one that's in a relationship with you. Like, it's at the end of the day, his respect lies with you. And you don't have to say you went through his phone, but I think you going through his phone will be able to tell when you have a conversation with him if he's, like, lying or telling the truth and being honest with you. So, yeah, I would just sit down, have a conversation and be like, you know... Kind of just, like, ask him about it, where his head is at with it all. Who is she? What were they? Does he want to shut her off and respect you and your relationship? Or, I don't know, like, why is he entertaining it? Yeah, I think how he responds to it will say, like, will give you a good answer. Like, if he was to turn around and be like, oh, it's just, like, a family friend or something like that, like, you can kind of be like, mm. That's not true. I know it's not. Yeah. So I also think you need to bring it up like ASAP or like now or whenever you think the right time is because you don't want him to like keep dragging it along and it keeps happening for longer and longer because he like wants to see how far he can push it or how, I don't know, like you just don't want him to. Yeah, how far he can go. Yeah, you don't, you don't want him to see like how much he can do with that you knowing from what he thinks you know but yeah I would say have a conversation and see how you go from there actually let's head on to our next advice hotline yeah good luck hey girls so little dilemma in just my everyday life currently going through my 20s with my amazing partner and family however I'm finding it so bloody hard to make and keep friends I have maybe two good friends. I feel like I've come across a lot of fake friendships recently and I've just distanced myself from them because I really don't want to waste my time on people who go and talk negatively behind my back when all I do is be there for them. I feel like I'm singled out because I am in a relationship, which I don't think is fair at all. I know good things come in time, but I need some advice on how to make good friends or should I just trust in the process? It gets so lonely not having any girl time. Love you girls and the potty honestly listening in every Thursday is like chatting with the girls. Oh, I love that so much. And honestly, like I feel like I can really relate to you with this. And like I feel like you're just not alone in this situation because like I've honestly been speaking to Olivia and just like one of my other really close friends about this. But I just find like in your 20s, like going in and out of friendships and relationships is – obviously going to be expected because we're all growing so differently in our 20s like it's such a big decade of just like and changing so as a person for everyone paths. and everyone's like in different yeah. parts and pa- like pages so it's it's like it's so normal to like go in and out of friendships and I feel like like I was just saying as well like recently but I feel like I really struggle with this as well it's just like finding like close good quality Friends, Like I feel like I could probably name two or three and that's about it. I feel like the older you get or especially like in your 20s, like when you have so many different commitments and priorities, like you want quality over quantity anyways. So necessarily it doesn't, you don't need a lot of friends, but you need good ones who you like know have your back and that you can support, like you can support each other. And you all have like the same interests and you're just very aligned and like-minded. And I feel like from your message, the friends you are surrounded with or have been surrounded with aren't that. Which I think is really good that you're self-aware with that and like who you align with and you've known to like be able to push yourself away from yeah. sort of people that don't align with you. And like that maybe a yeah. more of like a surface level friendship. But. It really is it is really hard in your 20s to find like genuine close friends. And I feel like yeah, I feel like you know some people are very lucky to have like find friends at a really young age, maybe at stick school or something, them, and they yeah. stay with them and like have them stick by them like sort of forever. But I feel like with me and Olivia like we've kind of come out of school and Obviously getting to social media as well sometimes can be really like isolating because we're just at like working by ourselves most of the time. And so I feel like we've been able to make a couple friends here and there in our industry and also outside of our industry. But yeah, sometimes it just happens where you like drift from people or like people will just be busy doing their own lives. And maybe that friendship doesn't last as long as you were hoping for it to or what you would have liked it to. Yeah, I also think it's like, very normal to kind of go through friends like and go through waves with friends like very situational but like you know you can have friends from living in the same area but then if you move away like you kind of drift apart or like you can have friends from like an old ex or an old relationship that you met through them and then you maybe drift if you break up like a lot of the time they can be very situational but as long as you find certain amount of friends that you can stick by throughout everything and I also think I think it's really good that you've acknowledged that those friends you had around you were fake and you didn't align you maybe were just different life paths and I think in our 20s it's really important to acknowledge that because I just don't think it's worth wasting your time around people who aren't going to benefit you aren't going to help you grow and are just going to be fake. I honestly just think it's not worth it. So, yeah. And I also feel like, like, I feel like when you're in a relationship, for example, and maybe you don't have that many girlfriends, it can be really hard to, like, go and try and actively make new friendships when you have this relationship that you're kind of getting a friend and a romantic partner out of. And it's like, it's so easy to just settle with that and be like, oh, well, like, I don't need to go make new girlfriends because I have this partner that I can do it both with, sort of thing. You know, I feel like. Yeah, it's very easy to sort of settle with that. But I totally understand what you're saying. Like, you know, you just miss sort of like having girl time and you feel like lonely sometimes. And I think that's where you kind of just really need to make an active effort to like make new friends or just, yeah, try new things where it could open you up to making new friends. Yeah. So to get into the question of you, how do you even make friends? Honestly, I don't know either, but... Yeah. I'm going to suggest a couple of things like there's Facebook groups, there's Facebook pages, there's like Bumble friends. Those are the top things that I can think of that are like ways that I know people have made friends through. Like, you know, they're all like-minded people in the Facebook groups. They're all, yeah, they're all trying to find friends. Another thing is like gym classes and workout classes. Yeah, like hobbies. Sometimes like you can meet, yeah, sometimes you can meet new friends through like, mutual friends. So like you might have a friend who introduces, introduces you to other friends and then use all like kind of our friends. But yeah, I don't know. I think like finding some hobbies that you're interested in, whether it's the gym or like Pilates and like, just start a conversation with people who go to the gym class or go to the Pilates or like, like just put yourself out there. I know it sounds really scary, but like- It does- I a hundred percent reckon there's people in that situation in that exact same gym class who also want to make new friends or I don't know like I just think everyone is in the same position but you just don't realize so yeah I mean I'm lucky in the sense where I've met friends through like social media or like TikTok or an event or kind of things like that but I understand when you're like in another job I mean you could make friends at your job but Sometimes you might want friends who have other interests or aren't just in the workplace. I feel like we don't really have I feel like we should have like a little like committee of you know yeah, I was just girls just to say for that group chat. We like, need a we need like an a, an actual group chat, I like know. a physical group chat where all of us girls can be in. Actually, you know the the Instagram we cha- don't channels have- now, Are they called channels, where people join them and you can like talk. The broadcast channel? That's true because I haven't really thought about how. Yeah, can everyone talk in them or is no, it just. No, I don't think so. I have a feeling it's just the creator can talk, which is kind of weird because it would be good to have something where everyone can like talk in. But yeah. yeah, we actually haven't even thought of that, but I just thought of that. But maybe maybe the group chat needs an actual group can chat be so everyone everyone can, can talk. We can all actually talk in it and be in a physical group chat. <laughs> everyone can be in the group chat, like no pun intended and be friends Um, but yeah so maybe we should look into that if anyone has any suggestions or ideas yeah I but I do want to just like preface to you that you're definitely not alone in that situation like I've honestly been feeling that too like I feel like since Olivia moved to Sydney and a lot of my friends I had while being up on the Gold Coast last year like have also moved to Sydney but I can totally relate with like just you know feeling a little bit lonely and just feeling like you don't have that many girls and maybe kind of just like, yeah, you're just feeling like really reliant on maybe just your relationship right now to like provide both of those like friendship and romantic relationship. But I think it is really just putting that active effort in. And I think also just trusting the process and in time as well, because I do really believe that like people come into your life at the right time or like, you know, you meet, at the right time and right place sort of thing like what's that invisible string theory about how like you know you can be around all of these people oh my god I saw a TikTok about that yeah we needed I feel like when you talk about it on an episode but like you can be around all of these people but it's not until the right time where you guys are meant to meet that you will meet yeah it's so true and I also feel like being in a relationship as well it's it's good to like or even if you're single if you're listening it's good to have friends that are also in the same relationship status because it can be really hard if you're in a relationship and then you're hanging out with a bunch of like friends that are all single or like vice versa. But on that, yeah, yeah, on that note, we'll leave that there. But I hope, good luck. We do need to look into something to create an actual group chat for everyone because I feel like we've only got like our socials, like Instagram, and TikTok, which if you're not already following us, go follow us. But um, I wouldn't really say it's that like, It's much of a group chat where everyone talks in it. So we need to look into that. But yeah, let's move on to our or drops. Liv, what have you got this week? A or drop? I think I'm going to mention my hot of the week, which is my homemade rocky road. Wait, I feel like you've said that like a few episodes ago. (laughs) <laughs> did you? I don't know. Probably but a long time ago I made Rocky Road, a few months ago. I was obviously sick in bed for a few days and me and my boyfriend were like, let's just make a little treat to cheer myself up because literally the amount of junk I've eaten in the past few days, just pitying myself food. Oh, me too. <laughs> it honestly like, yeah, but I did make some Rocky Road and it was Delicious. So I'm going to say that's my hot of the week because even though I was sick and had to rush to the ER, I had a delicious rocky road. The marvelous creation, rocky road, like the Cadbury one, is my favorite. Like yeah, me and my good. boyfriend eat that all the time. It is so good. But the one we with went to the, the shops the other day and it's six dollars for one block. Yes, it's got mm. the peanuts in it. But like, I just can't believe the prices at the moment like six dollars for one block like it's not even the big big block it's just like the regular size block. yeah it's actually so but yeah six dollars for one block Uh, I was like holy that's why I'll never buy it unless it's on sale because a lot of the time you'll get like three for like 12 or something or like they'll be half price or something yeah because yeah I'm not paying six dollars for a tiny block of chocolate no way Anyways, Ashley, what's your hot or drop? Do you have a hot or Well, I have – I think I'm going to stick with my drop this week being my injured knee from New York, which little – it's just – like it was just very inconvenient. But when I was in New York, the second apartment we stayed in had this really, really hard like wooden bed frame, <laughs> like base, bed base. Like I'm not kidding. Yeah. It was – it was like one of those sort of old wooden ones that have like the drawers that pull out underneath the mattress. And it was like perfect height length to like my knees. And I don't even know how it happened, but somehow I hit my knee. It also kind of stuck out a bit. Like I feel like it was the, sharp. I feel like the mattress like sat in the bed. So it kind of stuck out yeah, a bit. Yeah, it was sharp, but I hit my knee on it and like not thinking it would be anything that bad, but it just like was so sore for like weeks it's kind of slowly starting to get better now but like even like once I oh, got it still sore yeah well like when I got back from New York for a few weeks like I couldn't really do much lower body exercises that was putting weight on my knee because it was just hurting so much and it was sort of like felt like a bruise but it was like on the inside of my knee um and so I've kind of just given it a few weeks to like try and heal itself and it has gotten a lot better. So I think it's just something that's going to get better over time. But I was like, that's just so inconvenient. Like I, I didn't, I just like, it just came out of nowhere and I hurt myself. And like, I just, you know. Yeah, well, did it affect you, your gym? It did for like a f- probably the first two weeks being back. Mainly just like with low body exercises. But yeah, just like what I was saying at the start of the episode, I always feel like I have some sort of injury. Like sore, sore shoulder, sore knee, sore foot, sore hip. Like... <laughs> Honestly, feel like I'm 20-something <laughs> going on to 50. and need a hip replacement. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, hopefully your knee gets better. Otherwise, you should probably go get that checked. Yeah, I think if it definitely doesn't get better, I definitely will. But I just wanted to give it some time to try and heal it first. But, yeah. Being an injured mm. girly is my drop for this week. Not being 100% health. Yes. Well, I could have easily done that too, I guess. But... <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us this week, guys. We missed you so much last week, but we are back and ready for an episode every single Thursday. So tune in and please send your dilemmas and TMI's and everything to our Instagram DMs or you can email us. All the details will be in the description bar. And please don't forget to give us like a little rating and or a review on whatever app you're listening to if you can. But yeah, we appreciate your support and we'll see you guys next week. Yeah. All right, bye. Have a good weekend. Bye. You have now left the
0: group chat.